I want to welcome you to another episode of the Vision Clarity Leadership Podcast. My name is Seth Yalorda, and I'll be a leadership coach for the next 15 minutes or so, helping you become a high-performance leader who leads high-performance teams to make a big difference in this world. And we're on a mission with this podcast to help every person see themselves as a leader and to equip every leader to lead their teams with a clear, compelling vision. Each week, we provide free tools so that you can expand your leadership capacity so that you can lead with a big, bold, and courageous vision that will inspire your team and change the world. And I would only ask that if you find this content valuable, I would be so honored if you would write a review or rate the content wherever you consume it, and please subscribe. I'm always shooting for a five-star review. It would also mean the world to me if you would share this content with your colleagues, your team, your friends, your family, because we're on a journey to build a community of visionaries with this podcast. So you sharing this content is one of the best ways to do that. Now, in today's episode, I wanna talk with you about the 10 domains of life. You know, I firmly believe that the best organizational leaders amongst us are leaders who are operating under extreme personal clarity. We talk about organizational clarity, about whether or not your organization has values and vision and mission and strategy. But I believe that it's just as important for you as a leader to have personal clarity and the best leaders who are able to lead at a high level in the organizational space also are leading themselves extremely well in the personal space. So they have a core value system that animates and that grounds their day-to-day decisions. They know what their call is. They wake up every day with a personal mission that they are embracing and that they are living out. They know where they're going. They have a vision for their life. And it might be a three-year, five-year, maybe even a 10-year vision that they're working towards. And they're intentionally, deliberately, and consistently making decisions every single day that will move them closer to their three, five, or 10-year vision. Now, I mention this because I firmly believe that if you're going to succeed as an organizational leader, You also have to succeed as a personal leader. You have to be able to lead yourself well, and we've talked about this before, but when it comes to leading ourselves well, I think a lot of times we will, as leaders, we will sacrifice certain areas of our life because we're putting in double time, triple time for the organization. And I understand that there are seasons when you need to lean in and to give more to the organization, and sometimes that might mean that you're putting some other areas on the back burner, that's totally okay, and I understand that. But I don't want anyone to have that false notion that you can go all in for the organization at your own personal expense. And so today, I wanna highlight the 10 domains of your personal life that while, yes, you are an organizational leader and you're trying to make an impact in the world around you, that's just one of the 10. There are nine other domains that are vitally important and that if you wanna succeed as an organizational leader, if you wanna succeed on your job and wanna go to the next level, then you have to be mindful of these other nine. Now, many of them you're already aware of, but I'm gonna give you all 10 and then we're gonna dive into it. So the first one that most people focus on, especially at the start of a new year, is that physical domain. And that includes your diet, your exercise, your weight, your sleep, your overall well-being. Then you have your mental and emotional well-being, which includes your thoughts, managing your stress, understanding your feelings, learning how to cope with difficult emotions. And so that we all understand is a very important component to our overall well-being. 
Then you have the financial domain, which includes your budget, your savings, your investment on a personal level. Then you have your relational domain, which includes intimacy, connection, communication with your spouse and loved ones. You have your spiritual domain, which is exploring your faith, practicing gratitude, finding meaning and purpose in life. Then you have your leadership and impact domain, which involves being conscious of how you lead those in your community and the impact that you have on your society, which is different from your vocational domain, which we spend a lot of our time on this podcast talking about your vocational domain, which includes career development, professional growth, finding purpose and work. But your leadership and impact is just how you are leading throughout your entire life if you're involved in any nonprofit organizations or volunteering. So there is the leadership and impact domain, but then there's also the vocational domain, which is separate from the other. Then you have your social domain, which includes your interpersonal relationships, uh, communication, friendship, support systems. You have your recreational, which is your hobbies, your leisure activities, and then your educational, which includes continuing to learn and grow and develop new skills. I'm going to actually include a list of these domains in the show notes below. So please be sure to click the link below and you can download them and you can see them. Now, the reason why we're talking about this again is because if you're a high performer, which I know you are because you're listening to this podcast, naturally, we want to excel in every single one of these domains. So we're starting off the year and we're saying, man, I want to crush it financially. I want to crush it physically. I want to crush it spiritually. I want to level up my relationship and my marriage. I want to become a super dad, a super parent. I want to go back to school. I want to meditate and make sure I'm managing my mental health and my emotional health. And so as high performers, we naturally lean into all of these domains and try to maximize all of these domains at the same time. Unfortunately, what I've come to learn, and I'm sure you've come to understand, is that you cannot do it all at once. And I know, I know this might fly in the face of some popular motivational speakers who will tell you that you need to crush your goals and that you need to become this superhuman person and that you need to get up at three o'clock in the morning or four o'clock in the morning and you need to be going, 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 going. And I understand that. And that approach to life is okay for a season, but unfortunately it's not sustainable. And when it comes to you reaching your goals or achieving a level of success in each of these domains, oftentimes there's going to be a trade-off. If you're trying to level up your education and go back to school and get an advanced degree, you might have to sacrifice some of the time that you normally would spend at the gym or working out. If you're trying to go all in and become the next Mr. or Mrs. Olympia, well, then you might not be able to get your PhD at the same time. Like there are trade-offs. It's not about finding balance in life, but when it comes to you achieving your personal goals, when it comes to you living a healthy, well-balanced life, it's more about counterbalance. It's not about balance. It's about counterbalance, where in this season of my life, I might be going really hard uh, on my physical health because I just had a doctor's appointment and they told me my blood pressure is getting out of control and I need to really manage that. And so I'm going to spend the next three months really going hard, really exercising, dialing, dialing in my diet, making sure everything is together in that area. But when it comes to another area, that might have to be put on the back burner because I cannot do it all at the same time. Now, this might be 
disheartening or discouraging for some of you all as high performers who do want to go in and do it all at the same time. You want to be the super leader. You want to be the super parent. You want to be the super student. You want to be the super investor. You want to have your life together on multiple domains at at the same time, unfortunately, that's just not realistic, is I want you to be extremely intentional about choosing the area of your life that you want to focus on during this first season, during this first quarter of 2023. I love how Chris Williamson, who's a YouTuber and podcaster himself, talks about it. He says, that in life, you have to choose your regrets. You know, a regret is a disappointment over a missed opportunity. I know for many of us, we want to avoid as many regrets as possible. And so because of that, we try to do it all at the same time. But what this idea of choosing your regrets really gets at is recognizing that regrets in life are unavoidable. That as you go through this life, you will not be able to take advantage of every opportunity. You can't take the job in Seattle and the job in Florida at the same time, even though they may both be remote. You just can't do it all. You can't be that super parent and attend every single one of your kids' games and every single one of their recitals and be there for them at every waking moment and try to crush it in your job as well, which is requiring you to work 60, 70, 80 hours a week. It's just not possible. And so because we live in this life, in this world where our resources are finite and our time is finite, regrets are unavoidable. And so because everyone is going to have regrets, myself, you included, the idea is that on the front side of your life, choose your regrets. It's essentially the same thing as opportunity cost, that for you to invest your money in in this particular organization means that you can't invest your money in this other organization. It's opportunity cost. Every opportunity that you go after is going to cost you something in another area of your life. And so as you set out at still the beginning of this new year, I want you to think about what are those areas in my life where I am okay not excelling at? Now, you might and I believe you should say, you know what, there's one or two areas that I definitely want to excel in, but there's some other areas where I'm going to, I'm okay if I'm marginal. I'm okay if I'm average. I'm okay if I'm not very good at this. Like I'm okay with that. Something that I personally had to come to grips with was recognizing that, you know what, Seth, everything that you have going on, you're not going to be able to be Mr. Olympia, right? As much as you love being in shape and working out and getting a strong, a good pump on, it's just not possible to become one of those IG models, you don't have the time or the energy to live at the gym to accomplish that. It's just not possible for you. And recognizing that, you know what, as long as I'm working out 30 minutes a day, getting my heart rate up, going to the gym two or three days a week, I'm going to be okay with whatever shape my body takes. I know that I'm in good health. I might not have ripped abs like I did in high school. I might not be able to run as fast as I did in college. I might not be able to play, you know, three, four hours of basketball and not get winded. I'm in a different season, a different element. It's okay if I don't excel in this physical domain. Now, I still want to be healthy, but I have a, I have a moderate level of health. And so when you think about your life and how you're leading your life and the goals that you're going after, you might also have to say, you know what, I'm okay 
with having a moderate level of health. I'm okay with being a really good parent, but maybe not getting the volunteer of the year award in my church or community group. It's about trade-offs. It's about recognizing the opportunity costs in everything that we go after. And so when you think about your year, when you think about your life, what is something that you're willing to regret? And I mean, if you really want to go all in, I mean, imagine yourself on your deathbed, maybe even at your own funeral. What are you okay with people not saying about you? That might be a good way of thinking about it. Are you okay with people saying, you know what? He wasn't that good of a golfer or you know what? He wasn't that good at X. Think about your life and think about when it's all said and done, what are those things that you want to be known for? And then what are those things which, you know what? In the grand scheme of things, it will be it will be fun to excel in this area, but it's not it's not vitally important. And so one way to really approach this new year is to not just think about choosing your resolutions, but actually about choosing your regrets. What are the areas of your life that you're willing to fail at? Now, I get it. It doesn't sound good. And for many of us, it's something that might even just kind of grate us a little bit, especially us as high performers. But this is the tension. This is not a problem that you can necessarily solve. This is the tension that we all have to manage because we only have limited resources, limited time, limited energy, limited attention, and unfortunately, limited money. So when you think about the areas of your life that you want to grow in, you are also choosing the areas of your life that you are not going to grow in. And you have to be okay with that. There's an exercise that I often lead a lot of my coaching clients through, and I call it the 10 capitals. And essentially what we do in this exercise is I will have them sit down and I'll have a list of the 10 domains in front of them. And next to each of the domains, there are two columns. And I tell them that what I want you to do is I want you to rank where you are in your life right now in the first column and add it up. In the second column, I want you to score where you want to be three years from now. So for example, when you think about your physical domain, your diet, your exercise, your sleep, your overall well-being, where are you now? And then where do you want to be three years from now? Now with the first column, the where are you now column, all of those scores have to add up to 34. So you just can't put give yourself 10s, 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 10s all the way down and those 10 columns add up to 100. No, those 10 columns have to add up to 34. So as you're going through thinking about, okay, physical, mental, emotional, financial, relational, spiritual, you're really negotiating. I mean, you can divide that 34 evenly amongst those 10 categories, but even some are gonna have more than others. But what this exercise does is it really forces you into understanding and realizing the limited resources that you have. So if you're giving yourself a 10 in the physical domain, that actually means you only have 24 other, what I like to call gold bars that can be divided amongst the other nine domains. So if you give yourself a 10 in the physical, you give yourself a 10 in the spiritual, that means you only have 14 to be divided amongst the other eight. And how are you gonna divide the other those 14 remaining gold bars in the other eight categories. So this puts you in a place of tension. So the first column, I give you 34 gold bars and you have to divide those 34 gold bars amongst the 10 capitals. In the second column, which is where do you wanna be 
three years from now, I double that 34 and give you 68 gold bars. And so whereas you had 34 in the first column, now you have 68 in the second column, double, and you have to decide how are you gonna allocate those 68 gold bars amongst those 10 domains. Again, this really helps individuals recognize that if I'm going to prioritize my physical health or I'm gonna prioritize my financial health or I'm gonna prioritize my vocational health, then it's going to also cost me a little bit of my financial or cost me a little bit of my relational. I might not be able to take on two, three, four extra jobs to really kill it financially. I might have to scale down if I'm really trying to step up maybe in my spiritual or relational capital. I might have to work less so I spend more time at home with my family and my kids. And again, I'm going to leave a link to this exercise in the show notes below so that you can download it. And I would love for you to work through it on your own and let me know how you experienced it. This is all about trade-offs. What are you willing to let go of so that you can grow in? What areas are you going to intentionally say, you know what, I'm okay if I'm not the greatest in this area, but when I'm on my deathbed and this life is over, I wanna make sure that this is said about me. This is about choosing your regrets. I hope this episode was helpful to you. I would love to get some feedback. Do the exercise. Reach out to me, either email seth.yolorda at gmail.com or you can just send me a message through Instagram or social media. I would love to hear from you how you experienced it, if it resonated with you, and maybe what your personal struggles are with it. And if you totally disagree with this model and what I'm suggesting here, I would love to hear that as well. Please leave a note in the comments below and let me know what your thoughts are. I wanna thank you though, again, just for watching and listening this episode, whether you're consuming it on your podcast platform or on YouTube, thank you so much for tuning in. And as I've said before, I firmly believe that the greatest problem in the world is leadership and the solution to that problem is also leadership. And so we are here to help increase and build your leadership capacity so that you can go out there and you can make a difference in this world. Thanks so much, we'll see you next week.